1968, I was in high school and I was going to an ROTC ball. I was at a dressmaker's having a periwinkle blue gown designed. And we were working. I went to try on the dress and the television across the screen. Martin Luther King Jr. is dead. Alveda King is describing the moment she learned her uncle, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., had been assassinated. It was 51 years ago as of April 4th. I was so frustrated. I was so upset. And I was crying. And I was like, I hate white people, Dad. I hate white people. Now they've killed Uncle ML. I've been walked on and left down and lied to. Felt the sting of life. I've been stranded, abandoned, and branded as a broken child. Martin Luther King Jr.'s younger brother, A.D., was Alveda King's father. Alveda is an evangelist, author, singer, songwriter, and pro-life activist. And she's also our guest on this episode of GPS God People Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. The reason why Alveda King is a pro-life activist is a very personal one. And she's going to share that with us in a few minutes. And of course, she'll also talk about what it was like growing up as the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. One of his good friends was Billy Graham. And a little later in this episode, you're going to hear what Mr. Graham had to say just a few days after his friend had been assassinated. The brutal assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King has stunned the world. This is not an hour for recriminations. It is an hour for prayer, repentance, forgiveness, and love. Forgiveness and love in response to murder? How do you do that? Or why would you do it? Well, because it's what God has done for us. You can learn more at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Quick question. Where are you when you are listening to GPS? Haley emailed us to let us know that she is in Mexico, where her father is a missionary pilot. That's pretty cool. That's that's a pretty high bar. (laughs) How about you? Let us know at GPS at billygram.org. And you can also email us. Let us know what uh, has been a blessing to you as you listen to GPS. Any suggestions that you have to make GPS, God, people, stories even better. Those are appreciated. And also, we would love to be able to pray for you. So share any prayer requests that you might have. Address once more is gps at billygram.org. GPS. God. People. Stories. I was born in 1951 in Atlanta, Georgia, to young parents, A.D. King and Naomi King, and I was an unexpected pregnancy. Alveda King's mother wanted to finish school. She did not want to have a baby. She and my dad were engaged or betrothed, and they were going to be married, but she became pregnant, and she wanted to end the pregnancy. Abortion was illegal during that time, but she wanted to end that pregnancy. That's when Alveda's grandfather, Martin Luther King Sr., stepped in. My granddaddy, Martin Luther King Sr., said to her, Nene, that was her nickname, her name is Naomi, they're lying to you. That's, that's not a lump of flesh. That's my granddaughter. I saw her in a dream three years ago. So instead of getting an abortion, Naomi King gave birth to a baby girl, Alveda. She grew up in a family of preachers, including her father, A.D. King, 
and his big brother, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., whom Alveda called Uncle M.L. When Alveda was only four years old, Dr. King led the Montgomery bus boycott. So Dr. King was a household name by the time Alveda was old enough to understand what the civil rights movement was. I began to know pretty early about segregation, and I ended up asking the same kind of questions that my dad and my uncle and my Aunt Christine King Ferris, their sister, would ask, because they would go out to different places and encounter segregation and come back and ask their parents, why is this happening? What is wrong? She remembers hearing stories about her dad and Uncle M.L., like how their young white friends suddenly stopped playing with them one day because of the color of their skin, and how a shoe store owner wouldn't let her uncle try on a pair of shoes. During this time, Alveda was also hearing stories about Jesus. Her father was a Baptist pastor, and he loved to teach about the miracles of Jesus. He made the stories come alive for his little girl. Actually, he did such a good job of telling those stories, Alveda expected to see Jesus himself walking on the water when her family vacationed at Pensacola Beach, Florida. So I jumped out into a wave. Daddy was on the shore. And I jumped out into a wave, and the wave carried me out into the ocean. And I remember screaming, Daddy! And by the time I got E out, Daddy was there. And I kind of looked around. I said, well, where's Jesus? Didn't you say he could walk on water, too? Growing up in the middle of the civil rights movement, the biggest threat Alveda faced wasn't strong waves in the ocean. It was violence at the hands of people who hated her family and their fight for equality. Yeah, in 1963, when Alveda was 12 years old, her family was getting ready to sit down to dinner when a bomb exploded at the front of their house. Now, they were all okay, but their friends and neighbors were furious. When our home was bombed, people rushed from all everywhere. And I remember Daddy, the people wanted to riot, and Daddy says, no, don't fight. Don't kill anybody. If you have to hit somebody, hit me. But I'd rather you go home and pray. My family and I are fine. We're okay. Five years later, on April 4th, 1968, another act of violence happened. And as we all know, Alveda's Uncle ML was not okay. In 1968, I was in high school and I was going to an ROTC ball. I was at a dressmaker's having a periwinkle blue gown designed and we were working i went to try on the dress and the television across the screen martin luther king jr is dead i was like oh i stood still we both just stared at the screen for a while i said i've got to get home i've got to get home so i rushed home alveda's dad also rushed home before taking his sister-in-law coretta to memphis where her husband and his brother had been shot and killed. I was so frustrated. I was so upset. And I was crying. And I was like, I hate white people, Dad. I hate white people. Now they've killed Uncle ML. And I remember Daddy put his arms around me. I can, I can almost be in that kitchen now with Daddy's arms around me. And he says, Alvita, you can't hate white people. White people didn't kill your uncle. White people didn't kill my brother. He said, white people... Pray with us. White people march with us. White people go to jail with us. White people die with us. White people didn't kill your uncle. The devil did. 
And he rocked me and he talked about forgiveness and love and that kind of thing. And it was hard. To a certain degree, I, I forgave, but not totally. It took time, took years, really. At this time, Alvita was a senior in high school. She wasn't ready to fully forgive. And she also says she wasn't yet fully committed to God. I had the foundation, but I wasn't serving God, really. I was, it was more lip service. During those days, I was the kind of person, the first thing I was going to do if you told me not to do it was exactly what I was going to do. The late 1960s were a time of social change for the United States and personal change for Alveda King. I got married in 1969, actually. So I was into women's rights, and a woman has a right to choose what she does with her body. And of course she does, but the baby is not her body. So with the times and the way that things were going with women's liberation movements uh, during that time, many women were fooled and tricked. After Alvita was married and had her first child, she ended up having two abortions. She was not living for the Lord at that time, but God had plans for her. In 1983, a college professor asked Alvita some very direct questions that brought her to a point of decision. She asked me, who is Jesus? Alvita, who is Jesus? And by the time she asked me the third time, I said, I guess he's God. And then I said, no, I know he's God. She led me in Romans 10, 9, the sinner's prayer. And I've been serving Jesus as much as I can and Father God and Holy Spirit since that day. Alvita needed God's forgiveness. Ten years after her second abortion, she found it. I came back to the Lord in 1983, confessed my sins, which included those abortions. Even though I had been tricked, lied to, and fooled into thinking they were okay, they were not, and I was not, and had a miscarriage uh, during that time, too. But I began to be healed and become a voice for life in 1983, and I've been speaking in that manner ever since. It's a position that Alvita believes her uncle M.L. would have held too, like his father before him. Remember, at the beginning of her story, Alvita told how her grandfather, Daddy King, convinced her mom not to have the abortion that would have taken Alvita's life. Martin Luther King Jr. was more like his dad. Daddy King spent his whole life resisting abortion. Martin Luther King Jr. said injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that included uh, the life, if you think about it, in, in the womb, because he also said the Negro cannot win if he's willing to sacrifice the futures of his children for immediate personal comfort and safety. And that's exactly what abortion does, and it is a crime against humanity. Because Alvita knows firsthand the pain of abortion, as well as the forgiveness and healing of God, she's committed to telling others about God's grace. That's why when people ask, well, don't you know so-and-so's a racist? Don't you know so-and-so did this? Don't you know the white man did that? I said, I know John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, and that's everybody in it. 
and he has given us Jesus. So that's the evangelist. That's the message for me. And it continues. It's the love of God, the forgiveness of God, the grace of God. And it's this gift of God. It's the Holy Spirit that draws people to repentance anyway. It's nothing that we as humans can do. Even before she was born, God had a plan for Alveda King's life. Today, she is an advocate for the rights of the unborn, and to those who have had an abortion or who work in the abortion industry, Alveda preaches about God's grace and forgiveness. You can experience God's grace and forgiveness, too. Learn more at this website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. You know, Easter is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And in just a minute, Alveda King will share an Easter prayer written by her uncle ML. Unlike some of Dr. King's famous letters and speeches, this is something you probably have never heard before. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The brutal assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King has stunned the world. Billy Graham, just a few days after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. This is not an hour for recriminations. It is an hour for prayer, repentance, forgiveness, and love. The scripture says in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, these words, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. There is saving power in the cross to transform any life and to change the world. The sacrificial cross of Christ is the secret of Christianity's survival through all the ages and the hope of its victory in the ages to come. The cross is more than an example. It is more than a system of ethics. It is the mighty act of God's justice and love. God is saying to the whole world, I love you. I'm willing to forgive your sins. What you just heard came from the Hour of Decision radio program that aired just three days after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. You can listen to the full message by going to BillyGrahamRadio.org. Just click on the Billy Graham Audio Archives and then search for Martin Luther King. Again, go to BillyGrahamRadio.org, click on Billy Graham Audio Archives, and then search for Martin Luther King. A reminder here that you're listening to GPS, God People Stories. And our guest on this episode has been Evangelist Alveda King, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. She has a book of prayers that were written by her famous uncle. She says she reads it regularly, and she agreed to share one of those prayers as we get ready for Easter. Thank God the crucifixion was not the last act in that great and powerful drama. There's another act, and it is something that we sing out and cried out and ring out about today. Thank God a third day came. Thank God a day came when Good Friday had to pass. And he always prayed his prayers, honestly, 
in the name of Jesus. And a lot of people didn't know that either, but many of his prayers, he ended in the name of Jesus. And, uh, and help us to realize that God is the answer. It was a Palm Sunday prayer. And the last line in that is, and by that we will be able to live until we meet thee in all of thy eternities. In the name and spirit of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So that's the way Martin Luther King Jr. prayed. Daddy King prayed. My daddy prayed. And I was taught to pray in the name of Jesus, and I do it today. And to that we say, Amen. We are thankful to have had Alveda King as our guest on this episode of GPS. And we're also thankful to have had you as a listener. Appreciate it very much. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Don't forget, you can email us. The address is gps at billygram.org. That's gps at billygram.org. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Put you into words.